Hello and welcome to Off the Leash with Eliza, the pet business coach. Eliza is an entrepreneur, coach, writer, pet industry expert, recovering corporate junkie, and pet mom. After fleeing her 9 to 5 of 30 years, she launched her own pet sitting and dog walking business, growing it from nothing to six-figure revenue and a dozen employees in less than two years. If you love animals and have ever dreamed about making a career out of working with pets, Eliza has your back. She'll give you a practical look at the mechanics of starting and running a pet business, mixed with a no-holds-barred look at the ups, downs, and sideways of making a huge change in your life and finding your true self with a lot of slobbery kisses along the way. Life is short. Don't spend a chain to something that doesn't bring you joy. Here's your host, Eliza, helping you live off the leash. Hey everyone, this is Eliza, your pet business coach, and I am so excited today to be talking with Mary Oberdeer of Chase and Tails Pet Care LLC in Bradenton, Florida. Mary decided to start her own professional pet sitting business after working in banking her whole life. She took a year to prepare for to prepare by researching other professional pet sitting businesses and joining the National Association of Professional Pet Sitters. She became certified, insured, and bonded. She named her business after her beloved dog, Chase, who who she had recently lost. She knew what it was like to try to find someone she could trust to stay in her home with Chase when she traveled, and she wanted to be able to offer pet parents peace of mind when they worked long hours or traveled. She has built a reputable business with great customer service and pet care. A couple of years into her business, she was missing coworkers and a sense of community, so she went online looking for other professional pet sitters in her area and started a local networking group and Facebook page. She hasn't looked back. Mary, thank you so much for being with us today. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Eliza. Thank you for interviewing me today. I always like talking about my favorite subject. <laughs> and it's mine too. Can can you start there? Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your business? Sure. Um, yes, I started my business after being, as you said, after being in banking all my life. I was always a backroom kind of banker. I did do teller work for a while, but I thought that's all I could do. I mean, I didn't have dreams of moving up in business. I didn't have goals to um, succeed above the ladder. I was just always this little quiet, mousy, little behind the person or behind the scenes kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um, and somebody in my who's in my life now encouraged me to start my own pet sitting business. And because of him, I was able to step out of that mold and create this business that I love and helps so many pet parents. And um that's how Chase and Tells was born. Well, that's fantastic. Can you tell us uh, what kinds of products or services do you offer? Yes, um, we do mostly vacation care and overnights. I, When I first started out, I knew that a lot of pet sitters did daily dog walking. That was what everybody wanted to do because that's where all the money was. Well, I guess I'm a little bit different because in the beginning I learned I don't like doing this because I felt I was tied down to a job like I was in my 
you know, my banking career, I had to be there a certain time of day, all day long. So it's like, no, this is not what I want. And I actually went to a uh, conference um, for NAPS before I actually started my business. And a pet sitter there told me that this is your business, you can do it the way you want. And that's when I came up with okay, I'm going to do vacation care and um, overnights. And and I do have um, some helpers that do a little bit of daily dog walking, but it's not our drive because I want to work a little bit, take some time off, you know, or work a little bit, take some time off. I don't want a steady schedule. Well, that is fantastic advice. You know, you definitely have to make the business work for you or the business won't work, period. And there are pluses and minuses of, of focusing on daily dog walking clients. So that makes a lot of sense. So what, tell me a little bit about your business structure. Is it just you? Do you have employees? How, how, how are you set up? I am um, an LLC and I have two ICs and I also have two friends that help when needed. And I um, am very blessed to have a wonderful team, wonderful team. I can count on them and uh, they can do their jobs without any, um, you know, I don't have to tell them what to do. They just step in and do it. And they're, they're all mostly mature women like myself, you know, so. I can totally relate to that. I'm a mature woman as well. So (laughs) that's perfect. Did you, can you tell me if you had an aha moment when you realized that you needed to, or, or wanted to make a change in your life? The aha moment, I think Curtis, Curtis is my partner. I think he pointed that out into out to me because there was a time I live in Florida, as you said, and there was a time I was in Arizona um, doing the job that I liked, but I knew I was going to lose that job and I was going to have to do something different. And we wanted to come back to Florida. Well, I had always hired um, people. I didn't know about professional pet sitters and I always hired people like little old ladies who did pet sitting on the side. And I told Curtis one day, I said, when I retire, I'm going to do that. I'm going to pet sit on the side. And he said, well, why don't you start your own business? I'm like, well, I never thought about that. I've never been a go-getter, never. And uh, that's where it started when he put that light bulb in my head and he supported me not only financially to do this, but, um, you know, he was there to help me, to drive me to do this. And uh, that was, I guess that was my aha moment. And, and two, because when I had Chase, I knew what it was like to find somebody to stay with him when I was gone. And I didn't know about professional pet sitters then. Um, well, for someone who's not a go-getter, you've built a wonderful business. So I, I would beg to differ. And, and I, you know, I love what you said about not even knowing that professional pet sitter, sitters were out there. And that was a thing. It's surprising when I come and I, and this happens all the time, coming across people who do not know that you can be a professional pet sitter and do this for a living. And despite all the history and the education out there, there's still a large percentage of people who just don't realize it exists. So I love that you brought that up. Mm -hmm. What has been the hardest challenge you've had to overcome in your business? In my business, um, You know, I've had um, in dog walking experiences, I've had um, walking situations with dogs that were off leashes. To me, that was a challenge. So 
so much so that it gave me the fear of dog walking. You um, mean the dogs you were walking were off leash or you were no, coming dogs, up on other dogs that I mean, were running uh, around? I'm walking dogs and they're like, like in one situation, um, a girl was walk- a smaller child was walking a boxer that broke off her, you know, away from her and wow. came charging at us. So I- I've had some situations like that, that here I am a pet sitter. I own a pet sitting business. And I'm afraid to walk dogs because I'm afraid of dog attacks. So that's a challenge that um, I still do some dog walking, you know, when I have to, when it comes with the overnight or whatever, but it's a challenge to me. It's a real fear. Yeah, I I can completely imagine or relate to that. It is a scary thing. I've had the same thing happen to me and, and many times to my employees. It's it's a touch and go situation and you never know they're animals, right? You never know exactly what they're going to do or what's going to happen. So it can be a little bit scary. Mm-hmm. What goals are you pursuing right now in your business? Um, in my business, I'm not growing it because I am 67 now. And um, right now I'm just coasting, to be honest with my business. I'm not, I, I am taking new clients. I'm not marketing myself a lot but I'm still out there. And if, if I get a ideal client, I'm going to take them. But my goal is to, um, right now I'd like to organize my business a little bit more, you know, how you get busy and mm-hmm. all that gets Ooh, yeah. behind. So I am, I do want to do that. I want to make some changes. Um, but I'm just pretty much coasting at 67. I don't want to be too busy right now. You know, I, I, uh, see, uh, the, sitters that I network with that are younger and they've got that drive and go, 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 but I'm at a different age. I don't want to do that. I just want to organize it, keep it going um, and just be the best we can. Oh, that's fabulous. That works. You know, I, I, um, this next question, I probably know the answer to, but I'll ask it anyway. Where do you see yourself in five years? I'm guessing you maybe see yourself on a beach in Florida somewhere with a nice fruity drink. <laughs> Actually, I've lived in Florida so long, I could care less about the beach. Oh. I, I see myself traveling more and uh, working less, if if not working at all, to be honest. I know Curtis and I want to travel. He's 80 and uh, we need to get things done. Life is short. And uh, so my, uh, yeah, someday maybe sell the business or, but it's hard to do. It's hard to let go of that baby. Oh, it is. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. Life, life is very short and you don't want to let your business run you. You want to run your business and it needs to work for you until it doesn't quite honestly. So Mm -hmm. I'm with you. What would you tell your 20 year old self today, knowing what you know now? I would tell my 20 year old self to Make decisions that are hard when you have a toxic relationship or if you're in a job that you don't like, don't put off doing something about it. You know, that's what I would tell myself. You sound like you're speaking from experience. I am very much speaking from experience that um, I would tell myself not to be a doormat, you know, take the initiative to make that change right away. Don't ride on it for a while. That is great advice for anyone. Mm-hmm. What's your morning routine? My morning routine after I feed my kitties. That's uh, <laughs> mine too. There's, there's usually someone howling at five in the morning to be fed. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, 
coffee and emails. You know, I, I, if I have to be somewhere early because of a visit, I, I get up two or three hours earlier just to have an hour to have my coffee, go over my emails, maybe, you know, look at Facebook a little bit, pretty much that's it. You know, sit in my chair with my back massager going because my back seems to hurt in the mornings. Um, and that's pretty much it just to have that coffee and that time. Uh, you know, that's a, it brings up a good point. I've been trying to get up earlier in the morning the past few months. So I, I've set my alarm. I usually wake up right before it goes off, but it's been nice, but it's the only time I have to myself and to start my morning right. So I find that I'm not able to create other time during my day. So it's got to be earlier in the morning and I've got to get up earlier. So. Right. And I'm not a morning person. <laughs> yeah. Well, that makes it tough. I'm, I'm more of a morning person than a night person. So at least that end, end of it works for me. Mm -hmm. I talk a lot to my clients about boundaries and setting boundaries in their business. And this is for their mental health as well as the health of their business. What's the most important boundary you've ever set in your business? Knowing when to say no, because in the beginning, you're taking every single job you can get just to grow your clients and get that experience. But there comes a time when you're going to go to a meet and greet and you're going to be this is not the kind of job I want. I do not want to deal with this pet. I do not want to deal with this client. <laughs> um, so uh, I would say just knowing when to say no to jobs that I know I don't want, or I know I don't want my team to do. Um, and that's pretty much it. Saying no to those jobs that are not a good fit for your business. That, that is such good advice. And like you said, a lot of times you just need to trust your gut. If it feels yeah. like it's not the right situation or the right client or the right pets for you, it's tough. But but I I I totally understand saying no. And to add to that, even if you're like really busy, but you you know somebody's like begging you to oh please squeeze me in. But sometimes you have to just say no, and it's hard sometimes. It is because you don't. We're all caregivers in in this industry, so we hate saying no. We hate letting people down, but. The fact is, if we are not taking care of ourselves as well and saying no means or, or saying no is part of taking care of ourselves, sometimes we're not going to be good caregivers for anyone that we that we work with. When you go to the market, you don't put one of everything in your cart. You only need some things. You pick and choose only the items you need. It's similar when you start a business. You need all kinds of documents, things like forms, policies, templates, procedures, and agreements. You may have some of these already and just need a few to fill in the gaps. You may be just starting out and need all of these. I've created a document marketplace to get you going quickly with exactly what you need. Find affordable, important for your business documents that you can customize to your company at www.thepetbusinesscoach.dog forward slash document dash marketplace forward slash. This link will be available to you on the show notes as well. Don't waste time reinventing the wheel writing documents from scratch. Check out the document marketplace today for your business. Okay, what I'd like to do next is do some rapid fire questions. These are quick, easy questions. Just shoot out whatever comes to the top of your mind. What book do you think everyone should read? 
Well, I have to admit that I'm not a book reader much anymore, but I think any book that anyone should read is anything about your passion. You know, anything you can learn from your passion or sometimes just something to escape. Good answer. Yeah. Nothing wrong with unplugging every now and then. Mm -hmm. What superpower do you wish you had? I wish I could be better at being more organized and productive. And following on to that, what superpower do you have? Um, what superpower do I have? Um, I would say being understanding. I don't know if that's a superpower, but um, being uh, understanding and uh, um, patient and um, clear-headed. Well, it's more than a superpower. It's one that's absolutely critical in being a pet sitter. Yes. (laughs) And finally, is there anything that we haven't covered or talked about that you'd like to say to our audience before we close out? Um, No, just um, I'd like to uh, tell everyone to just follow your passion. If you're in a, like I said, in a toxic relationship and a job that uh, you feel stuck in or, you know, don't stay there. Don't stay there. Just Try your best to find what you like to do. Get out of that business. Get out of that relationship and make your life happy. We only have one life. I mean, I went through ovarian cancer. Mm-hmm. I know that, you know, I know that. So take your one life and pursue what you really want. It is Don't well, live somebody else's dreams. So Well put and so true. Mm-hmm. Can you tell our listeners where they can find you? Um, sure. My website is chasentailspetcare.com and on Facebook. I am on Instagram, but not a lot. I don't do a lot of Twitter and Instagram. So basically my website and uh, Facebook. All right. Fantastic. Well, Mary, I so enjoy talking with you today and I'm sure I'll see you around the pet circles. Oh, I'm sure you will. And thank you. And I'm so glad that we met each other. Me too. That's our episode for today. I'd also like to invite you to join your peers in the pet business community by joining our Facebook group. Just search for the Pet Business Academy to find a place where you can connect with other pet business professionals. You can also find me, the Pet Business Coach, on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I hope you enjoyed today's show, and if you did, I'd love it if you'd leave me a review on whatever platform you're tuning in on. And if you're ready to take the plunge and launch your own pet business, or if you feel stagnated and want to take your existing pet business to the next level, then reach out to me for a free coaching session at tpbc.dog. That stands for The Pet Business Coach, tpbc.dog. And finally, links for all of these resources and any mentioned in the show can be found on the show notes page by going to the episode website on your phone, scrolling to the bottom, and clicking on the show notes link. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, you always have a choice. Don't forget to choose happiness.
Are you wondering if a pet business is right for you? Are you feeling lost or overwhelmed in your pet business and don't know who to turn to? Do you want to start doing something you love and living your life off the leash? Eliza can help. She offers a four-hour, one-on-one coaching package for working through complex questions or developing strategic and tactical plans for your business. This package can be used as you need it over two months in 30 or 60-minute increments to give you time to digest and act on what you learn. Eliza also offers 30 or 60-minute single sessions to help you get answers to your quick or less complex issues or questions. Book a free 20-minute coaching call with Eliza today at www.tpbc.dog. And in the meantime, don't forget to check out Eliza's tools and templates to help you move your business forward. You can find them on our website at www.thepetbusinesscoach.dog. Have a pawsome week and join us for the next episode of Off the Leash.